Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am chatting with Heather about all things putting ourselves first and why we don't and the struggle that surrounds that. Because let's face it, we're busy, right? We're doing all of the things, pouring into everyone else that a lot of times we don't have the energy at the end of the day to pour back into ourselves. So we are going to debunk this myth of self-care and putting ourselves first and why it is so important in this episode. So with that being said, Heather, welcome into the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to chat with you. I'm really excited to dive into this topic because it's important. But before we do, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Well, I am a mom. I am an entrepreneur. So that is why we are chatting. <laughs> um, I also am a ski instructor. I also am a regional examiner. That just means I teach ski instructors how to teach. I'm a ski coach for my daughter's ski team. I'm a Girl Scout leader. I am a dog mom, a cat mom, a wife. I'm a lot of things. I jungle a lot of balls. <laughs> and um, my whole life, I've been an athlete. I started off in group fitness in the actual like job world. And that evolved into personal training. That evolved into healthy lifestyle strategy, which is what I do now. And I found along the way that in my own process of juggling all the balls and still trying to check the boxes and do the things that I knew how to do, um, it wasn't working. And it wasn't working, not because I wasn't eating the right foods or doing the right exercises or whatever, but mostly because I was not um, able to reduce the stress and the inflammation within my body. So no matter how healthy I ate, my body was still fighting me because it didn't like the quote unquote healthy food that I was putting into it. And I found that that coupled with figuring out the right schedule for myself. At one point I was teaching 12 group fitness classes a week and doing my own workouts. Yeah. You would think wow. I would have looked like Jillian Michaels. That was my goal, but I didn't, I didn't. And turns out there's such thing as overtraining. <laughs> and so all that to say, I've figured out how to give myself and my clients what our bodies need and how to make it fit within our lives so that all the things, the balls keep juggling, they stay in the air and I'm happy and feel great doing it. And so do my clients. Yeah. I love that you use the juggling analogy because that's one I use too. I really feel like as, as women, as moms, we're really good at juggling, but there's times when we feel like all of the balls are dropping, you know, that we're juggling so many things that we just can't, we just can't. And we're stressed out. We're overwhelmed. We're just tired. We're so tired, mm -hmm. you know, and you're a high achieving woman. I consider myself high achieving. You work with high achieving women. What patterns have you noticed emerging that it's like, you know, this just isn't working. What are you seeing in working with your clients? Yeah, it isn't working. And, but we white knuckle through it because yeah. we can, yeah. because we are go-getters, high achievers. We can freaking make it happen. It may be the death of us but we can make it happen. And that's, that's really what I'm on a mission to stop because it doesn't have to be that way. 
Um, my, my tagline is self-care without sacrifice, because I really truly believe that you can put yourself first, take the time to, to take the nap, to go for the walk, to get the workout, to eat sitting down, um, to, you know, eat actual meals, not leftover chicken nuggets or whatever's on your kid's plate when they're done. Um, cause that's not a good thing, ladies. That is not a good thing. We can have another conversation about that, but you are not a garbage disposal. Um, <laughs> You deserve an actual meal of your own with your own clean fork and plate. Um, <laughs> I speak from experience, I promise you, but I'm super passionate about it because you can, there, there is, it is possible to do all the things. Um, I believe it was Oprah said, you can do all the things. You just can't do them all at the same time. Um, and I fully believe that I fully believe we can continue juggling those balls without dropping them. But sometimes I will tell you the balls that drop maybe needed to be dropped too. Mm. Yeah, That's I love I love that perspective because we do. We get into the point where we're like hustle, hustle, hustle. And balls are dropping. We're realizing like this is actually a good thing. I love that reframe. Yeah. Let's dive into that a little bit deeper. Well, I love I love the, you know, thinking of things in seasons. Um, like I said, I taught group fitness for a long time. I no longer teach anymore and I'm super happy about it. That doesn't mean I hated it when I was doing 12 classes a week. I loved it. It was like my jam. Um, but there's a season for everything. And at that point, that was my season. I was loving it. I got to a point where I wasn't loving it anymore. And it was actually my husband who we were talking about before we got on the pre-chat. He is pretty much right about everything. It's really aggravating. Um, and he said to me, I was kind of griping and about prepping for my class the next day. And I was like, oh, I just don't want to. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, if you don't like it, maybe just don't do it anymore. And I was like, what, who, who would ever back out of a commitment? And I didn't back out. I gave my notice and all that, but I, it's almost like I need someone to give me permission that it was okay to not want to do it anymore. And so I want to give that to all of you. I'm giving you permission. If you don't want to do it anymore because it no longer brings you joy, it's okay. It's okay to step back. And I, I've done that with a lot of things. And that's what I've helped my clients do is to determine the season that you're in and what fits your life right now. You know, maybe you really, really used to love cooking and now it just, it stresses you out. It's not fun. It feels like a chore. So stop, find another solution. There's plenty of other solutions out there. You know, there's just, there's ways that we, we put ourselves, especially high achievers. We hold ourselves to the super high standard that we have to be perfect and we have to do it all. And we have to do it all right now. And we don't need help. And we don't want to ask for help because no one's going to do it as well as we can, which I'll, I'll, I'll say that's true. They can't, but maybe they can do it well enough that you can put that ball down and take a breath. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty of technology. That's the beauty of the day and age yeah. that we are living in. That so many resources are available for us to use if we're willing to accept help. And I think yes. the idea of accepting help comes with a little bit of guilt around it because you're right. Sure. You feel like, oh my gosh, I should be doing all the things. You know, it's that mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. Oprah quote that you described. And it's like, okay, just because you can be doing them, do you need to be doing them? Like if you put that ball down, is that going to open up that time, that energy, that excitement for life? So you can do things that fuel you versus drain you. Yeah. You know, and, and I think we all have our things that we love to do. We all have our, whether it's to read a book, to go for a walk, whatever it is. Um, 
And we, the first thing we stop doing is that. Yeah. Or we put it on and the last in line. And I always use the analogy of the dishwasher because I'm a freak about how my dishwasher is loaded. And most, most of my type A ladies are. So it's a great analogy. Um, <laughs> if you let your kids load the dishwasher, they will not do it your way. They will probably put things on top of each other. They will definitely not pre-rinse. They will do, put them in the wrong places. Okay. Yes. But they will probably fill it halfway and start it. But it's done. Mm -hmm. The dish is clean. That was the point. The point was to get the dish that was dirty, clean. <laughs> yeah. Mission accomplished. And we spend that 10, 15 minutes reorganizing the dishwasher because you know you do. You mm -hmm. know you do. <laughs> that 10, 15 minutes is five pages of your favorite book. It is a walk around the block. It is some breath work. It is some journaling. It's going to the bathroom by yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I can shower in 15 minutes if I have to. Like I can make that happen. And showers don't always happen. Right. So it's really a matter of, of deciding. And that's, that is, that's why I call it healthy lifestyle strategy, because yes, what you eat matters. Yes. Your workout matters. But if I give you the quote unquote, perfect diet plan, which that PS, there isn't one, but even if there was, and I gave it to you, if it required you to cook and you hate cooking, or it required you to only eat chicken and broccoli out of a plastic box for the rest of your life. And you hated chicken and broccoli, or you wanted some variety, you're going to fail. You're already going to fail before you've even started. So coming up with the ball, figuring out which ball you're going to set down, figuring out how you're going to fill that time, figuring out what your body needs. For me, my body doesn't like dairy. It doesn't like all the good stuff. It does not like dairy. It doesn't like wheat. It doesn't like whey. It doesn't like eggs, like all the good foods, but I've made my peace with it because taking those out changed how my body worked. So those are healthy things, right? Eggs are, are eggs are a superfood, but they're not for me. So you got to figure out what works for you and your schedule and your life and your family and your kids, and then put it into practice. And then you have time to read your book. I'm interrupting this episode to share an incredible networking opportunity that happens every single Monday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time. Join us for Coffee Talk and meet and collaborate with other mompreneurs just like you. Networking has grown my business by leaps and bounds, and I would love to share this opportunity with you. All the details can be found in our show notes. Now back to the show. Yeah. And figuring out what works for you is such an underrated secret because so there's no yep. one way to get to a goal. There's 20,000 different ways that you can get to the goal that you desire to get to, but you have to do it in a way that feels good for you. And once you figure that out, that's what makes it sustainable. I loved your right. analogies that you just used because it's true. <laughs> and why do you think, I wanna pick your brain for a second, why do you think we get into the mode where we think that we have to be the ones doing everything? Like with the dishwasher analogy, you know, yes, I've been there too. Well, <laughs> why why do we do this the to ourselves the struggle is real well i think let's go deep into the like childhood trauma thing i think it comes from most of us had to be the one in charge yeah. whether it was because our parents weren't around whether it was because our parents were whatever 
Um, we were the oldest sibling. We were whatever. There's it usually starts from there. Um, most of my clients, we have it's funny, we start talking about, you know, crappy parents and all the drama that comes with it. And we have a very similar story, all of us, you know, where it was like somebody was a narcissist, somebody neglected you, somebody was too hard on you, um, you know, held you to too high of a standard. One of those, right? And so we are always like the one. We are the responsible kid. We are the straight A student. We are the one that kept everything organized and together. So then we usually choose a partner that likes that too. They don't want to be in charge of everything. Raise your hand if you do everything like and your husband, you know, yeah. My husband helps out a lot, but he loves to joke about the fact he doesn't even know our bank account number because <laughs> I handle all the bills. I, you know, he's like, just keep me updated. Yep. Literally, if I drop dead tomorrow, I'm scared for him, but <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. He's not that, but you know, he pulls his weight in a different way. But my point is, is we tend to be control freaks and we like it. We like it. That's the thing. And I, I had to embrace that about myself, that not only am I a control freak, I like it. I like being in charge. It's fun to me. So you have to find your way to be in charge without being in charge. And it happens in business. Amy, I know you talk about delegation. I know you talk about getting the right team around you. And even if you're not quite ready to hire a team, sometimes you're hiring a VA, you're hiring somebody to help you as a contractor, right? You're starting to delegate, you're starting to set, maybe it's somebody does your social media for you, or maybe somebody does your copywriting for you. you like you start to hand off little pieces, right? You can do that with your life at home as well to allow for time for you. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this on my walk this morning. I was thinking maybe I'll do a workshop of how to give you like an hour, how to get everything done for yourself in an hour in a day, because you really only need an hour. I Now I like to take two to four hours a day on self-care, but that's just because I like it. I really like to work out. I like to do a couple different kinds of workouts. I like to go for a walk. I like to do a nice long meditation, but push comes to shove. I can get it all done in an hour. And that includes making dinner because making dinner is self-care. Why? Because one, you got to eat. And two, because the stress that comes (laughs) with dinner is so stupid. Yes. Like how many times, how many times have you beat yourself up because you maybe had to get drive through fast food for dinner or you're like, I don't know, guys, fend for yourselves. It's left overnight because I didn't have time. Mm -hmm. We've all been there. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's because my mom cooked dinner every night. And so I feel this obligation to cook dinner, but, or at least have warm food for my children. Um, it brings a lot of stress in a lot of families. And so just getting it out of the way, like my dinner's in a crock pot right now. Cause I've got this, I've got another meeting. I've got a team parent meeting for my daughter and then it's going to be eight o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so either dinner's in a crock pot or you get it somewhere else. Right. So getting all that done in one hour is 100% feasible and possible, but you'd have to delegate other things. Right. You can't also be answering emails and sending out social media posts and whatever. Like there has to be time blocking all that stuff. So yeah, delegation. I, I think it, delegation, it, it takes practice. It takes practice it when you are that, that control freak. Cause I am a self-proclaimed control freak too. And that was right. hard. 
at first so really stepping into that role of CEO versus I'm just going to do it all because I can, because that's a fast track to well, burnout. You're the CEO of your house too. You're the CEO right. of your house. Right. And I'll give you a perfect example. Yesterday, I walked in my bedroom. I have, you saw my giant big black dog. I also have two black cats and we have beige carpet. So when they shed, it's very visible. It makes me crazy. And I walked in my bedroom and there's like all these little black clumps of fur. And I was like, oh my gosh, I really should vacuum. And I thought to myself, no, my daughter's chore is vacuuming tonight. I will just make sure that I let her know that this is one of the rooms because she has to do three rooms. This is one of the rooms she needs to do. And I know it will be the most half-assed vacuum job on the planet. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let's <laughs> she face like, it. Runs through in a circle, like zoom, 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 did it. I'm like, mm -hmm. is it how I would do it? No. Is it perfect? No. But guess what? Those black clumps of fur are gone. And so they're not going to make me crazy anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that 10 minutes or whatever would have taken me to vacuum my room. I was able to do something else, which actually was podcast stuff. <laughs> yeah. My own podcast. I was able to come down and edit an, edit an episode in the amount of time she vacuumed my bedroom. Yeah. And I think just having that awareness and taking a hard look at how we're spending our time, because it is easy to just get so distracted. Like, oh yeah, there's these clumps of hair all over the place. Okay. I'm going to do this. I remember there was a kid's book. If you give a mouse a cookie and it reminds me of motherhood because, you know, you give this mouse a cookie and then he does something else and it leads to something else and something else. And it's not until the very end of the book that he comes back to the cookie and it's just perfectly in line with motherhood like you know we yeah. go to start sweeping up these clumps of hair and then we see okay there's a random sock and then we put the sock in the hamper and then it turns into doing a load of laundry yes and then by the time oh you know gosh, you have the truth right you've spent all of your energy on doing these little trivial tasks when you need to focus on your actual task at hand that you set out yeah. to do, right? It's just, yeah. I think a lot of it's being aware of, okay, you know what? This is what I do. These are the rabbit holes. And just having that self-discipline to be like, no, I know I'm going to go down this rabbit hole if I do this task. You know, it's interesting that you say that because um, the rabbit holes oftentimes are the same rabbit hole. Oh yeah. Um, I talked to a friend who she inspired my most recent tool that I made because she said, I will get in my gym clothes. She's also an entrepreneur. She's like, I get in my gym clothes. I get ready to work out. And then I sit down at my desk and I start working. And she's like, I do it all the time. And I can't figure out why. Well, I know why. And so I figured out a tool for her and sent it to her. And I was like, Hey, tell me if this works. It's a quiz. It takes two minutes. You answer a couple questions, you know, what, why do you, what do you choose over, over your workout? What do you choose? Why don't you eat healthy? You know, just like something, simple questions, bing, bing, bing. She answers it. And I created a custom response for her. I sent her instructions and suggestions and tied it to a 90 sitcom character. Well, she's Monica. Monica's a control freak. <laughs> and I gave her some advice, easy stuff to me, no brainer stuff. And she calls me and she's like, oh my gosh, this, I think this might actually work. I'm actually, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I think this is going to work. She was so excited about it and she did it and it worked. <laughs> so I would love to give you guys the opportunity to take that quiz because the rabbit holes are all the same. 
They may be a different color, but they're all the same. So whether it's you're choosing work, you're choosing to take care of kids, you're choosing to clean up your kitchen, there's something that's in the back of your mind that's running as a tape, it's a loop, and it's saying something to you. And that's what I try to help you out with that, with that quiz. So I'm not oh going to give you the answer. So, so good. Because yeah, every single thing is a choice. Even if you mm-hmm. can't control the circumstances, you still have a choice of how you're responding. You're making a choice yeah. to vacuum that room. You're making the choice to rearrange the dishwasher. You're making mm-hmm. the choice to expend your energy in certain places. So yes, we will make sure to link that resource up in the show notes because it sounds fabulous. I mean, who doesn't love 90 sitcoms? Can we just bring them all back, please? <laughs> like, uh, oh. They are coming back. They're all getting rebooted. I know, right? (laughs) They're just not the same. They're not the same. (laughs) I miss the originals. Heather, this conversation was so needed, so relevant. And I just want to thank you so much for pouring into our listeners today. Where can we learn more, get into your world and download the quiz at? Well, I'm on all the socials, HD transformations with an S on the end. Um, and on my website, which is hdtransformations.com, you can get the quiz, you can get my blog. I have a free cookbook. I have all kinds of stuff because I really, if you hadn't heard, I hope this was valuable, but I hope you heard in my voice how passionate I am about it. I really, it makes me crazy to watch women suffer, to watch women literally white knuckle it, grit it out because I know you can, I can too, but we don't have to. You don't have to white knuckle it. You can actually feel really good and juggle all the balls and look awesome doing it. Um, So yeah, I would love to connect. I love making connections on social media. That's how Amy and I met. Um, I love connecting. So reach out, please. Yes, everything will be linked up in the show notes. And please get into Heather's DMs. Let her know which of these tips resonated with you. Take the quiz. Let her know how those strategies that she taught you are changing your life. It's not easy, but make these changes and you will notice results. You'll feel better. You'll be able to show up for your family better, for your business, because as women, as moms, if we're not okay, everything else around us feels like it's falling apart. So this is so important to start putting yourself first and really pour back into you. Heather, thank you again. I appreciate you. My pleasure. Can I give you one last thing? Absolutely. If you're struggling and you're like, yeah, but yeah, but if the yeah, buts are circling, do it for your kids because they copy what you do. So if you show them that exercise is fun, that eating healthy is good, they will do it too. So if you don't want to do it for you, do it for them. Absolutely. Doesn't that make it so much easier when we're doing it for our kids? Like we'll do anything for our kids, right? We won't do it for ourselves, but we'll do it for our kids. Thank you so much for that because it's absolutely true. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 